stationed by the mic. Why by the mic? As the microphone allows people to hear near and far, this podcast shares the goings-on of the Kansas FFA Association to members and supporters across the state. Welcome back to our fourth episode of Stationed by the Mic. Uh, Today, Rachel has a pretty interesting topic for us. Okay, guys. Wrong answers only. What does POA stand for? Eric. Uh, Pakistan Olympic Association. Wrong. <laughs> really? You're you're telling you're telling me that's not right? I don't think that's I'm, right. I'm shocked. What about post office agent? That's a better guess, but not quite. Think FFA, think AG. Uh plan of attack. Closer. Closer. We're kinda getting there. Plan, yeah. Enough nonsense. Enough nonsense. Pick me. Pick Actually, me. Pick me. Go. Pick me. <laughs> um program of activities. Yay, good job! Yay! <laughs> Ashley, would you like to explain to us what the POA actually stands for in a little bit more detail? The POA stands for the Program of Activities, which is basically fancy lingo for what your chapter does in a year. Uh, the Program of Activities is based around three different pillars, if you will. Um, the pillars are growing leaders, building communities, and strengthening agriculture. All right, but what does this have to do with the Peninsula Orthopedic Associates? I want to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it actually doesn't mean anything with the pencil. I don't even know what you said. It's just another PLA one. I'm sorry, I'm done now. It was... But as Ashley said, the POA is growing leaders, building communities, strengthening agriculture. Um, Growing Leaders highlights activities that your chapter does to develop members, like personal growth. Building Communities is what activities your chapter does to strengthen your community around you, um, as well as your school. And then Strengthening Agriculture is how you help promote agriculture in your community um, and to, like, the general public. Including both ag literacy and ag advocacy. Wow, Ashley, what's the difference between ag literacy and ag advocacy? Rachel, I'm so glad you asked. Ag literacy and ag advocacy are often confused, but in the POA, they are separate parts of the strengthening agriculture section. Ag literacy is what you might think of when you're educating the public about the things that we do in agriculture. So making trips to the elementary school to talk about where food comes from, That's ag literacy. Ag advocacy is education with the intent to cause change. Positive change or negative change, the word can be used interchangeably. But ag advocacy, (laughs) ag advocacy really focuses on advocating, um, working towards a goal with education. So talking to legislators would be a good example of ag advocacy. So to put it simple, literacy is information and advocacy is promotion. Yeah, kind of. Okay. So, Eric, why does it matter that we have a good, strong POA for our chapter this upcoming year? Well, just like anything else, uh, your year is going to go a lot smoother if you have a plan. And by planning out and mapping out what your, what your year is supposed to look like, you'll be able to look back at the end of the year and hold yourself accountable to 
did we meet these goals? Did we do all the things that we said we were going to do? Uh, it also gives you a time frame of when you need to do these things and how you should go about the, and accomplishing them. But hold on. This sounds like so much work. Like, whose headache is the POA? Uh-huh. It's actually the vice president's job. Uh, the vice president, if you didn't know, coordinates the work of all com committees. Um, so that would include, like, the Growing Leaders Committee, the Building Communities and Strengthening Agriculture Committees, um, and making sure that they all kind of stay on task and make sure that they have those activities planned out. Because Form 1 of the National Chapter Application, uh, which you need to submit to keep your chapter in good standing, is due on whoa, October 15th. Um, that's supposed to highlight 15 activities that your chapter is going to do throughout the year. 15 activities? It's five activities for each category. Oh! Or have already done since the national chapter runs from like March to March. But if you attended our CLT training, you had a little bit of extra help with this, right? Yep, and we're always available to help anybody with their POA if they need. So guys, what kind of things can a good POA do? We've already kind of covered like having a plan for our chapter and making it super less stressful, but there's got to be more to why we have a POA. Well, I think the POA does a really good job of making sure that chapters have activities that fit every need of the community. So you're not just providing ag literacy activities. You're not just providing growing leaders opportunities for your members, but that you're doing all of those things and treating them all as important parts of the POA. And for chapters who do that well, there's some pretty significant reward. What kinds of rewards? Okay, well, I guess I'll talk about them. Um, so in Kansas, we recognize our gold level chapters uh, through the little thing we like to call the triple crown. Um, we're the triple crown because of all three categories. And uh, there's a pretty big trophy that's kind of famous in our association. It's called the Bob Garlow Memorial. It's pretty massive. It weighs probably 25 pounds. Can you do your best impression of the video sound? <laughs> right here. Can you do one? There's a pretty infamous video that goes along with the awarding of this uh, trophy that's been around since about 1975, 74, somewhere in there. Um, it gets awarded to the top chapter in the state. So they take the winners out of each three categories and they average out the scores and whoever has the lowest uh, placing at the end wins. I've been lucky enough that my chapter has won it twice uh, when I was a chapter officer back in 2019 and again in 2021. Also, besides that, on the national level, uh, your chapter has an opportunity to be a star. You can have a one-star chapter, two-star chapter, three-star chapter, and that's kind of like uh, the division, like the goal division of all chapters across the nation, those three-star chapters. Um, it's a pretty big deal to be a, a any star chapter at the national level, given there's about 8,000 something chapters across the nation. You can also be a finalist in a certain category so your chapter if you have a really good section for growing leaders uh, you can be entered or chosen as a finalist for the growing leaders portion of the POA and win on the national level there's also the 
Triple Crown of the national level is called the Model of Excellence Finalists. Uh, these 10 chapters are the best in the nation in that given year. Uh, and my chapter is very luckily going to be representing Kansas uh, in about two weeks at the national convention. So Woo! I'm very excited. We're proud of Rachel and her chapter. Yes, I put a lot of effort into that last year. Um, and if they win, I like to say neither God nor Miss Kane will be able to keep me off of my seat from screaming. <laughs> um, and sizable amounts of like money and like other prizes and perks come along with this. For example, if you win the growing leaders portion at Kansas, um, traditionally all six state officers come and do like a giant leadership workshop for your chapter. So this all sounds kind of a little bit high pressure. Um, so what about members who maybe aren't involved with the POA in its depth? Like, why is the POA important to just chapter members? This is kind of similar to what Rachel, sorry, Ashley said in the beginning, kind of tying everything back to the community. POA has this really cool power, in my opinion, of being connected to the, commu connected to the community in a way that we can't by ourselves or in a different capacity. Like we, POA brings us all together, members or chapter all together. And I think it gives us time in an environment where we can get really creative and bring in different perspectives and really make happen what we've been striving for um, for a long period of time. So, I don't know, examples um, from my chapter, Arc City. Um, one big example that comes to mind is the Frisbee golf course that we installed in town. So this started a year before I started FFA. So it was in the making, um, planned everything little by little. Um, and then my senior year, I felt like it all came together, really. We all, chapter members, um, we were able to go to the complete um, Frisbee golf course and actually play after, you know, three years of that planning. So that was, that's an example of us really putting in the work and effort for a long period of time and achieving that goal. So POA, great way for us to come together and also get the community involved and get them excited about just doing better for um, the community and creating a sense of family. As a student, uh, the POA is just a fancy way of saying, like, this is what our chapter is doing this year. Um, and as just a, you know, a regular member, not like a chapter officer and or somebody who's deeply involved in like the whole application process, what you can really do uh, to help your chapter have a strong POA is to attend those events that your chapter puts on, um, even like promote them across your community, whether that be saying to your friends, hey, you want to come to this one event with me? Or, you know, if they have a Facebook post, maybe sharing that and trying to get more community interest in your activities in your chapter. Um, and then always just being very supportive of your chapter officers and your advisors. Uh, they do a lot that you don't see uh, on the surface level. 
And um, a big thank you to your advisors, always greatly appreciated. Um, we all know, we've all had somebody in our lives who's touched us in a very special way um, and supported us. And I feel like ag advisors are some of those people. Oh my gosh, Rachel, I totally agree. You mentioned something in the very part, first part of what you said that promoting events by asking people if they want to come with you. And honestly, that's one of my biggest life hacks to FFA. I know a lot of the times when I served as a chapter officer, I would get really discouraged when we would put on an event that was part of the POA and no one would come or we wouldn't have good attendance or maybe the, the event didn't really meet the bar that we had set for it. Um, and one of my biggest life hacks to solve or remedy problems like that um, or to get better attendance Every person who knows that they're going, um, I would encourage you to invite someone to go with you. It's more than just saying, hey, we're having beach volleyball at the, at the park um, on this day, you should come. No, that's, this is different. We're having sand volleyball at the park, will you go with me? And when you ask someone if they will go with you, they feel like they have a friend at the event. And I think that makes a huge difference when we're inviting people to come to events that maybe they don't know anybody else at, or maybe their friends aren't a part of FFA, or maybe they're just not comfortable in the setting yet. But having somebody there as a friend that asks if they would go with you is a huge stepping stone that you can overcome super easily just by texting or Snapchatting somebody and saying, hey, do you wanna go with me? And maybe go get ice cream afterwards or um, give them a ride home, whatever works. Um, but really asking people to go with you, huge life hack. Awesome. So what are some good examples of POAs that we've done in our past um, within the three categories? So we'll start out with building communities. Lydia already hit a couple. Uh, with your frisbee golf, would you like to share about your succulent project? Yeah, so actually the first year that I was in FFA, I, did, I wasn't involved in it, and now I really regret not being a part of that, but the year I was involved in it, um, people who were, you know, in charge of planting the succulents and plants downtown came and helped us and kind of guided us on how to do it, but we it was a great turnout there were so many people that came and helped and it was just really powerful and it the feeling sunk in um the fact that we were doing something to help um brighten the community and help us help the community come more become more joyful and cheerful in a way and i could really tell that was happening and it was just another cool way to get to know members better because I saw some faces there that I never really talked to. So it was just a great opportunity overall. Um, we were making connections within the chapter and also within the community. So it was a great experience overall. Yeah, I'll talk a little bit about growing leaders. Um, that was always my favorite part of the POA because I loved seeing impact on people um, with personal growth and people bettering themselves. And that's what Growing Leaders is all about. 
So my chapter for one of our activities for Growing Leaders, we conducted an invitational speech contest as kind of a uh, practice contest for the district speech contest. It took place like a couple weeks ahead of time. And my favorite part of that contest was getting to give students feedback um, from real judges before they went into rooms at district speech. And I think overall, it really helped our district members uh, be more prepared and be less nervous to go into that district speech contest. And that was super cool. And I'll wrap it up. I'll talk a little bit about strengthening ag. Uh, my chapter did our monthly ag literacy lessons to our elementary school. Uh, we had a pair of chapter officers travel down and teach to, oh, probably about 100 kids each month. Um, we had topics including, you know, dairy, goats. I taught a whole lesson over popcorn. It was a huge hit because snacks are involved with the popcorn lesson. Um, I taught about how food gets to your lunchbox one time. Uh, we've had like horse safety, just a variety of ag topics to hit. Um, the really young kids, so they get that positive impression of agriculture at a young age. We also, our really big activity that we did last year is we hosted a ginormous safety day for our entire school. Uh, so there was over 300 people involved. We had about 50 uh, different presenters and vendors coming through. Um, and to wrap it all up, the highlight at the end of the day is we had like a mock um, car crash because we partnered with Stuco in their SAFE program, which is seatbelts are for everybody. Um, and we had like a mock car crash where somebody was like driving impaired, uh, somebody was hurt, and somebody was like in a body bag. Um, and we coordinated with our local uh, hospital and we actually had a life flight come in because they got to count this as practice. So we not only helped um, students become more aware of safety practices and just be more safe overall, but we also were able to provide an opportunity for our local firefighters and uh, policemen and even like our EMS and life support uh, to get the more hands-on practice than they might get in a other situation because uh, they also had to deal with crowd control because, you know, 300 um, 13 to 18-year-olds is a little bit of a challenge at times. So we actually did pretty good at that one. Um, I really enjoyed the event. Huge shout out to my advisor, Mrs. Stower, for coordinating a majority of that. Uh, she's amazing. We love her. Big shout out to all advisors for all the work they do on the PAA. Because, Absolutely. yeah, it's the responsibility of the vice president. But the POA is quite a beast and it definitely could not be accomplished without the awesome help of our advisors so we're really thankful for them um, and all that they do so big shout out to all of our fun advisor friends and to wrap up our episode today um kansas ffa recently announced that we reached 10,000 members we're a little bit over 10,000. we're waiting for some last minute membership rosters to get submitted before we reveal the actual membership uh, total for Kansas this year. We are planning to host like a guessing contest, so be sure to uh, keep your eyes peeled on our Facebook and Instagrams to enter that and hopefully win some pretty cool swag. And Ashley, would you like to talk a little bit about your photo contest really quick? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. We love the photo contest. This week's or this month's theme is calling Kansas home. So be sure to check out our Facebook and Instagram pages uh, for more information on how to submit your photos to be entered to win a super cool prize and um, be featured in Kansas FFA publications. Uh, so be sure to get your some photos submitted uh, before this coming Friday. Is there any other business which should now be discussed? I have none, Madam Vice President. I now declare this podcast adjourned.